Hey guys, Connie here from the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. I'm coming to you from the Lawson Playroom. It is a mess and so am I, but I am so glad to be with you on this Friday morning. And I'm glad that you're here with me to talk about encouraging things that only the Lord can do. Today, we're gonna talk about how we don't have to try. We are safe and secure with our position in Christ as believers, and we are going to relish in that today. I am so glad you're here. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Enjoy the little person coming in and howling. (laughs) And do share this podcast with all your family and friends. I am so glad you're here. Let's get this party rolling. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about how far I've come. And I'm thinking about wanting you to think about how far you've come. And why is that important? Well, because when you're in the thick of it, you can lose sight of really how much God has done. And I know that it's easy to think what what we've done, what we've been through. But the fact that we're sitting here is because the hand of God has been upon us. And so it it helps when when we take some time and we reflect on what God has done, what what we're doing right now because of what God has done. And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking and I'm thinking about how before we moved to Manhattan, Kansas, the day before Thanksgiving, how different things were for me, Um, how desperate I was, how chaotic I was internally, how much um, I was struggling with depression, how much I had the weight of just the grief of the past, but also the desire to move forward and feeling stuck stuck in my church, stuck with the place that I was living. You know, you get that, you get that feeling sometimes just where it's, you're too hemmed in and you, there's just nothing you can do anymore to try and change um, where you're at and what's going on. And then it was like getting to that point of realizing There's nothing I could do about it. You know, and I had made a lot of growth and a lot of progress, but it's all been working, I feel like, to bring me to this one point, this one place. And this one place and this one point is a place of submission. Submission to God. Submission to God is built on a radical faith. And a radical faith, when I say that, it's one that has the strength to not evaluate what it believes by feelings, circumstances, or situations. It just strictly refuses to do that. And it holds on to only what it knows to be true about what scripture says regarding who God is. And so everything has been working to that to, to that one goal. And it's gone about in different ways. You know, it's taken different paths. And we got cats and my, my allergies are adjusting. So if I start sneezing or snorting, that's what it's from. 
when you have that faith, that ability, that disciplined faith to say, no, I, I know what God says, feelings, I know what God says, heart, I know what God says, pain, depression, I am going to believe despite you bothering me right now, or despite you being a part of my um, mental space today, then that brings you into a place of submission. And submission is just this, whatever you say, Lord, I'll do. And the more that I reach that place, that it's like a, a different death has to take place for me to continue on this journey. And a death, I don't mean a physical death necessarily, I mean this death to myself, this constant progressive realization of the next thing in my life that needs to die so that not I, but Christ. And as I walk step by step by step, I get the privilege of when I, when I desire to, I can stop and I can process what God is doing through my life. And I can see, even in the thick of it, just all the great things that he's done and all the great things that he is doing. But when I'm on this journey and the days are long and I am not witnessing, you know, these big earth shattering miracles and life is hard, you know, and it's kind of like a stick in the mud some days and some weeks where you're just clawing to get through it's so easy to lose sight of all of the good that he's bringing about and so i was sitting here and i was thinking when we moved from oklahoma city to manhattan kansas that was a turning point and as I have continued in my hunger to know God and to know his plans for me and to continue to move forward and to get myself more out there in the public speaking sphere and in the artistic sphere um, and in the Bible teaching sphere, I find myself always wrestling, going back and wrestling with not trying to manipulate God, not trying to push things forward on my own terms and time but actually resting in the fact that God is doing the work and it's the work that only he can do because again, not I, but Christ. The life that I live, I live in Christ in me. And I'm just in awe of how he is slowly, but very much regularly moving me into a more um, responsibility-driven season of my life. The Lord told me a couple uh, nights ago in a, in a time of prayer, I have some of my best prayer times in the shower. It's probably because it's the only time where I can fully relax. Just for me, I'm just a, um, a pent-up person. You know, I don't like to sit and be still and so being in a hot shower and, and breathing the steam and just whatever, it, it allows me to relax more fully. And I was talking with the Lord and I was asking him, you know, why do things take so long, blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, and just saying, you know, I, I know you called me. I know you have this call in my life. When are things going to start moving? And he said, 
you know, the call in your life came a long time ago, but you have needed to be prepared to commit to the call. And now you're in the season of learning what it means to commit to the call. And so that was very interesting to me. And I want to encourage you with that. If you are waiting on God for something that you believe him for, and yet you feel like all you're doing is is the grunt work to get there, or you are worried that maybe you heard him wrong, or maybe there isn't something for you, um, scripture contradicts that 100,000 million percent. Scripture says that um, God has good plans for you. They're not your plans or his plans, but they're good. And that he works all things together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So if you love God and you're called according to his purpose, then you can absolutely know that everything, all of the waiting, all of the mundaneness is working together for your good and to bring you into the place where you can commit to the call that God has for you. And being able to commit to the call is not a loose thing. I mean, you've got to be all in and you have got to be ready to do whatever God says and to wait for however long he says, knowing that in the waiting he's working and um, you don't have to get your hands all up in it and on it and over it. We need to work more and more and more to break our hands off of the things that we hold dear and um, be a tumbleweed. We want to have loose roots in the world and very deep roots in, a, in our faith and belief in God and our relationship with him. So anyway, you can sum this up by saying, spend time pondering what God has done, because when you take some time, you can see where you were and where you are and what you couldn't tolerate and what you could tolerate. Just sitting here thinking and praising God for the fact that the last six months before we moved, I had come to a place by the great grace of God. It was a huge achievement, huge blessing where I was functional most of the days. Where I could not only mom, but I could be a functional friend, wife. I could handle life. I could make phone calls and pay bills and go to appointments most of the time. And before that, it was a good a good amount of the time. And before that, it was some of the time. And then before that, I wasn't functional. So you look and you see not functional, functional sporadically, functional a little bit of the time, functional good amount of the time, functional most of the time, to now this place in my life where not only am I 100% functional, And what I mean by functional is I can get up and despite having depression, anxiety, not feeling good, feeling tired, feeling emotionally drained, feeling irritable, all of these things that would have prevented me from doing what I needed to do, where I would literally have to go get in my bed and have some help to take care of my family. Now I can feel all of those things. I can experience the stress of life. And I can remain functional. What a gift. 
What a gift. And if that is where you are at, then praise God. Maybe maybe other people shame you for not being able to be all together mentally or emotionally, but God doesn't. Like God is rejoicing with me for making this progress and this is huge and he has done this in my life. He is getting me ready to be in a place where I can commit to the call. And what can I say about my old life? I was an invalid. Goodness, my nose is running. Pardon. I couldn't do anything. And now God has literally remade me. He's so good and he wants to do that with you in your life. It brings tears to my eyes because don't doubt that God has a purpose and a plan for you. And don't despise humble beginnings. Goodness, the humble beginnings are the places he likes to work the best. And friend, if you were supposed to be different, he would have made you different. The fact that you are who you are and that you're here means that you are so madly and crazily loved. There's good for you. Hold on and go back and think about where you are and where you are, even if it's just only the fact that you're still here. The odds that you've beaten. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. I sure hope you'll share this episode with your family and friends. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. Drop me a comment below. Let me know what you are going through and how the Lord has worked in your life because I am so interested to hear. I love my audience. I'm so appreciative of anyone and everyone that takes the time out of their busy day to listen to me yap for 20 minutes or so a week. So take care of yourself. Come back next time. Share this episode with your family and friends. If you need a speaker for your next event, be sure to reach out to me with a speaking email inquiry with the header being potential speaker to can't get me down with your brown at gmail.com. I'll see you next time.